Yeah. Yes, sir. It's your boy Keys Ali. Across the screen from me, got the homie Nico Smoke. We got a lot here to the Ali and Smoke Show. We back at it like crack addicts. How you doing today, fam? I'm doing good, sir. How about yourself? You know, man, another another Monday, man. Another Monday, another another week. Another week, yeah. another dollar. That's how yeah. I feel about it. Yes, sir. You ready to get rolling into these topics for the day, my friend? Yeah, man. You know it. Always, always. Let's get to it, man. Let's well, get let's to go it. ahead and plug our goddamn selves, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your boy uh Keys Ali and Nico Smoke Brennan grabbed our friend Mr. Avery Brown. Mr. Avery, Mr. Avery Brown. Brown. Let's let's get some claps for Avery Brown. Avery Brown, Avery Brown, Avery Brown. Hey, let me tell you something, man. I like working with Avery Brown because he promos, he'll wake you up with a with a tweet, you go to bed yep. with a tweet. I'm yeah, man. Avery Brown, man. Good job on that. But let's tell him what we did. Uh we watched Kaleidoscope. Kaleidoscope, man, on Netflix, new limited on series on Netflix, man. Ah, uh, we are doing one episode every Saturday. Uh, this week, oh, excuse me, uh, last Saturday we had the yellow episode. This Saturday we have the green episode. And if you want to watch with us, man, watch alone. Jump into watch the comment section. Pop your shit like Rello, uh, because yeah, Rello's pissed off. <laughs> I told Rello I went so he told me keep my money in my pocket. So listen, guys, <laughs> make sure you, make sure you chime in with us on that. We watch. I'm not gonna lie. I hope the green episode brings me more. You know what I'm saying? Because they yellow. Hey, that's all I'm gonna say. They yellow, yeah. they yellow, they yellow. Let's get some, some more <laughs> topics though, man. Jamar Hamlin. All right, let's go to Nico Nico Smoke, our smokes coordinator. Smokes coordinator, our sports <laughs> coordinator <laughs> of the podcast. Nico, tell us what's happening with Damar. Hey, Damar Hamlin, man. Uh safety for the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. He um it was a routine tackle on T. Higgins. Most people in South Carolina, where we are, probably know who T. Higgins is. Uh, star wide receiver out of uh, Clemson. Mm-hmm. Place for the Bengals. It was a routine tackle. It was nothing nothing crazy or out of order. He, um, DeMar Hamlin tackled him. Stood up. Passed out on the field. Um, he went to cardiac arrest. They had to uh, resuscitate him, you know, back on, like, on the field. Like, he died on the field. And they worked on him for like 15 minutes. They got into got him into the tunnel, had to stop, work on him again, got him to the hospital. Um, yeah, man, they canceled the game. They canceled the game, but the can, great can I start right, can I start right here for a second? I know you're gonna break it all the way down, but as you're breaking this down, I, I wanna I wanna hit on this timeline if that's okay with you. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh cancel the game. What was the uproar with canceling the game? Did, did the NFL want to cancel? Did the team cancel? How did the cancellation come about? Do you know? So there is no rule book for this. You know, like somebody, you know, dying and coming back to life on the field, there's no rule book for this at all. Correct. So it, it was just, it was one of those things where it initially you suspend the game because you're trying to see what's going on. And as you're going on, there's live updates, but you can't really give live updates until you know what's going on. So it was so much chaos going on, trying to figure out how can we help DeMar Hamlin. And it it comes down to the commissioner, ultimately. But uh, as everything came out, Zach Taylor, the uh, Bengals coach, and uh, uh, what's his name? The head coach for the Buffalo Bills. For some reason, it is lost in my brain. Uh, they got together. They talked about it, and um, you know the coach for the Buffalo Bills was like, "I can't, I can't coach this game. I got, I got to be at the hospital." 
So uh, the commissioner wound up calling in, talking to everybody, and was like, we're going to cancel the game. Okay, so the NFL did cancel the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, fake news on the internet was saying that the teams were like, nah, we... I guess it kind of was the team saying... Yeah, that. I mean, it's it's all it's all a group effort. You know what I mean? Like, But you got to communicate it. And people was just like, yo, what people are not understanding is everybody is not getting the same information. So we're watching it on TV. We're getting one piece of information. But they're getting the total separate different piece of information and that information might be later than ours because we're literally watching it on tv going this shit should be canceled right now but all that stuff takes time you gotta call people you gotta you know I me mean? maybe wake people up like commissioners all way wherever the hell he live at like he, yeah. you know what i mean he's in a totally different place so th- there's so much moving parts like you gotta get everything in the right order and they did the right thing now, let's talk about the actual game itself. Was it a playoff game? Was it a wild card game? No, I'm not a big, I'm not no, big on the sports side. No, no, it was a week 17 game. Okay. Um, winner of this game pretty much would have been uh, uh, going into this week. Uh, I th- I think the number one seed in the AFC. So did this game like I know it means something in the sense of winning and losing. Did it mean something to like the playoff? Yeah, playoff it football? meant it meant one of these guys, one of these people potentially could have had a buy. One of these okay. could have had a buy in the in the playoffs. Okay, so with that being said, what the fuck was Skip Bayless trying to say, or what what was going on with, with Skip Bayless exactly? So if you if you're okay to speak to it, yeah, 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 no, nah, no, nah, we're okay. gonna speak to it. I spoke to it on uh, a views as well, mm-hmm. but um. The thing with Skip Bayless is Skip Bayless looks at everything in a vacuum and he's a selfish person. So when selfish people want what they want, if anything disrupts that, they they get pissed off about it. So, so his tweet was very insensitive, which his tweet was in, in paraphrasing, you know, um, I feel for the kid, but I don't see how, they stopped this game because, uh, one, the playoffs is right around the corner. Okay. And then there's no way, there's no way you can play two football games in a seven day span. Like just safety wise, it's not that. So that's what he was alluding to. But at that moment, nobody cares. Nobody cares about that. If you, if you don't finish this game. It's not going to be the end, or you know, like it's not going to be that's the end what, of yeah. the world. That's why I was these, asking. Yeah, both these teams are still in the playoffs, regardless if they look like don't play this game and lose week seventeen. I mean, week eighteen. It doesn't matter. Like they're in the playoffs. It's just the only thing that mattered was where they're going to play. If if they finish the game, but that in that moment, none of that mattered. A man lost his life and came back to life in front of our eyes. That's the only thing that mattered at that moment. So people like people like Skip and then people like Bart Scott who came on ESPN the next day and blamed T. Higgins for making a football play and blamed that man who was literally in the mind state of, oh, snap, did I just kill somebody? Yeah. You know what I mean? And DeMar hit Higgins, right? 
Yeah, so when DeMar went for the tackle, he was going to wrap around him, and T. Higgins' shoulder went into his chest. Okay. And that's what caused that's what caused the heart to get off rhythm and then send him into cardiac arrest. So it was like you said, it was a normal, regular, regular tackle. It was a freak, normal freak accident type. Yeah, thing. it was a normal accident, freak like truly it was a freak accident, a normal hit, normal tackle, nothing nothing malicious about it. But you have you have idiots online like Skip Bayless, like Bart Scott, and all these trolls blaming T. Higgins and only want their football. That's all they want is their football. And it doesn't matter because somebody lost their life and then came back to life and was fighting for their life. That's crazy, man. But the great thing is he's up. He's up. He's speaking. He, um, I think it was yesterday. They had a team meeting in uh, Buffalo. Buffalo Bills had a team meeting. He FaceTimed into the team meeting, told everybody he loved them, you know what I mean? And and some other good stuff is he had a toy drive. He had a toy drive that, that GoFundMe, that GoFundMe, he was only trying to raise like $3,500. It is now over $7 million in that GoFundMe. Yeah, the GOAT, Chris Jericho donated $10,000. I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah, 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 man. It's, it's cool because... The one thing about Buffalo Bills fans is they might be the greatest fans in in all of football. Because when because when some when one of their players go through something, they rally behind them. If somebody else in the league goes through something, they rally behind it. It's it's well documented. Buffalo Bills fans will take care of they they love the NFL. They love their guys. You know what I gotcha. mean? So they they're gonna be there for them, man. It was just it was cool to see the love that this man got going through this like tragic freak accident event. It was it was a great thing that his mother and his family was there, you know, because that I mean it was already tough seeing it, but just imagine, bro, if your family is in Florida and you in Cincinnati and that happens while you're watching on TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. then, it's just, it's a lot. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot, man. I just hope, I hope and pray that, you know, he has a speedy recovery and and just to, just to see him back on the field, bro. That would be, that would be amazing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, amazing. Because I've seen something like this happen before, but it was in soccer during the Euros 2020. Christian Erickson, who now plays for Manchester United, uh, he had a cardiac arrest on the field. He was just running. And died. Dropped. Yeah, literally died. Worked on him for nine minutes. And he got back right, and now he's starring at Manchester United. It took him two years to really, like, get, get back, back to the player that he was. But, you know, he was able to do what he loves. And That's scary, fam. That's yeah, scary. very. Very, very. So I just, I just hope all the best for him. I pray for him and his family, and yeah, man, hope the road to recovery is speedy. All right, man. Let's talk about life. Let's just, let's, let's, let's oh, bring some life man. back to this. Oh, man. I said, like, you did great. You did great. You told us exactly what we needed to know. But you know, it's time to 
Trying to pump this thing back up. Trying to pump this thing back up. The homie life genius. I'm gonna say the homie life genius because what was that that long ass album? The long ass album title. What was the it's, name of it? Eighty seven thirty two. Yeah, one yeah. <laughs> yeah, is is like like jail number or some shit. Yeah, like oh, I gotta find it. I gotta find it. Oh my god! Get some respect on Life Jenny's name my, for a second, man. My uh, my mom had that bought that album, and she used to play that shit all the time. It's called Life Two Six Eight Dash One Nine Two. Yeah, and uh, I said eighty seven thirty two. That's Jeezy. <laughs> <laughs> And Jeezy right behind you on your shoulder going, yo, fam, what you doing? My bad, fam, my bad. But listen, though, Life Jennings put out a music video. Mm. Ah, Nico Smoke added this. It's called Till You Gone. Nico Smoke added this to the uh, to the to the to the topic list late last <sighs> evening. Late last evening. Mm. I think he was on one. He was on some smoked wings and a good beer added <laughs> this to the life. Had to, man. How the hell did you see this, by the way? How, how did you see this? Bro, man, unfortunately, unfortunately, sometimes shit come across my timeline. I got a bookmark it. Like, I, just, I put in my book. My bookmark on Twitter is nasty work in there, fam. It has I, to be if this is what the fuck you're watching. <laughs> yeah, this is what the fuck you're watching. It has to be. What I'm going to do is, I'm, I'm, I'm going to queue it up, fam. I got to play like a clip or two of it. Give me one second. Yeah, man, I, I need, I need, right. I need to right. know my man's my man's thoughts on this video. Let me, let me share. Let me see. How do I, I don't know how to do this too well, but I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. Let's see what happens. All right, click this button. Can we do wide screen? We can't do wide screen. Here we go, Nico. Someone. Here we go. Here we go. Share. Is it showing? Can you see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see it. All right, man. Let's do this. Oh God. <laughs> That's the wildest fucking intro I've ever seen. But let's continue. Yeah, yeah. That. Oh my god. It's like, like, why? Like, what? <laughs> what he got going on, fam? Like, I don't. I just don't understand. I'm only gonna play to the to the to the point, and then I'm gonna cut it off. And we can continue to talk about it. Yo, fam, this is nuts. Like, <laughs> what's your name, boy? Kanye. <laughs> like, yo, what the what the fuck is going on, fam? <laughs> for, the, for those of you out there that need to know what's going on, what's your name, boy? <laughs> <laughs> it's life genius till you gone. It dropped like a month ago. A month ago, yeah. And it starts off by saying this ain't anti-Semitic and all this stuff. And then got the white man whipping on this black slave, asking what his name was. And he said his name was Kanye. And it kind of looked like his face looked like Kanye. And it shot the motherfucker. Then it goes from there to the dude. Wanting his chick to get a BBL, she go in the room, come right back out like two seconds later with a whole botched ass fucking body, fam. This whole video is nasty work. It's nasty work. 
I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know what the song is about because I was too caught up in what the fuck was going on on the screen, fam. But that's life genius for you, fam. I mean, like, I guess not. Not that, that's not that's life genius because life genius came out with some some with some bangers when he first came through, man. When he first popped out, it was crazy. Okay, but are you there, Nick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. I, I dropped out for a second. All right, but uh, when Life Genius first came out, man, he was he was dropping bangers. It was good music. Like you yeah. said, your moms was jamming that shit. Yeah. Have you played this for your moms? No, no, no. I need a link to your moms. Man. Oh no, no, no. I did. I did. Okay. We was in the store. We was in the store yesterday, and uh, um, I played it for her. She was like, "What the fuck is <laughs> like? What the fuck is this?" It's like that's your man's. That's your man. That's your man's mom. That's your yeah, man. That's your man's. But it's yeah, I hear uh, Ah uh, man, it's it's a lot. It's a lot to unpack, which we don't really want to unpack. What the fuck is Life Jennings doing? Is he doing this for the shock factor? Is he really trying to make a statement? Because again, I I didn't hear the song. I only saw the visuals because I listened to the whole thing. I was watching it. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but all that's in my mind is the visuals, not actually what he was saying, man. So like, what the fuck do you think is Life trying to do here? So my thing about Life Jennings is we talked about this pre-production, but uh, like. He started out doing like real relatable music mm-hmm. that we can all relate to, and every song had a meaning. And I think that's what he's trying to do in this get into that bag. But it's just, it misses the, the video, makes the song miss the mark. Yeah. Like, is this too much? It's all over the place. It's just wild. It's nasty work. That's the it only thing. Very nasty. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's crazy as hell. It's like, yeah, he's trying to tap into something that he can no longer tap into. Like it's I think just, he can tap into it. He just got to go get with Jonah Lucas guy. Who said that to him in pre-production? He just need to go get with Jonah Lucas camera crew and let Jonah Lucas direct yeah. what he's trying to do. Man. Jonah would have made that thing. He'd have, he'd have put shock value in it, but it would have been meaningful shock value. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like It's not just doing it for the sake of doing it. Like Making a slave say his name is Kanye and then shooting him his brains out. It's nuts. <laughs> it's nuts, fam. Having Maybe to that's, do... that's, that's how he see the world. Or that's his vision. I, I, I feel these you. artists they have visions, fam. They have visions. Nah, I I feel you, but you also got a nigga. You got to have a nigga in the room that tell you this vision is shit. This ain't it. This ain't <laughs> yo. This this ain't or, it. Or man. or or here we go. I got to spin it around. Or okay. is this it? Because I would have never known it if you wouldn't have brought it to me. If, if if it didn't shock you, you would have never brought it to me. You would have never brought it to your moms. And right now, it's at 428,000 fucking plays in a month. So he might be getting what he want from it. He on tour right now. He's in Greensboro on the 27th. I'm, I'm sure he is getting what he wants, but it's so, still nasty work. I'm not saying it's not nasty. Yes, it's, it's definitely You know what I mean? Work. Like, it can be, it can, two things can be true. He got what he wanted out of it. Yeah. And... It's fucking terrible. <laughs> it's... Let's talk about this then. Let's talk about this. As being content creators, man, um, we try to walk that line of, you know, content that, that's what I'm looking for, that makes sense, That that's like, not for shock value is what is the mm-hmm. word I'm looking for, but what we see doing our research, you know, we go out, we look at stuff. We say, Hey man, this sound is working or, or this particular uh, particular type of reel or TikTok video is working. And a lot of that stuff do be the viral stuff do be for shock value. It mm-hmm. does be for like, what the fuck? Like your mom said, what the fuck is this? 
that's what people are going for. So, like, the question that I have for you is, like, what makes you want to stay in your lane and not go for the shock value type content? Um, it's, it's more so what I'm comfortable with. Okay. So, like, as, as a content creator, you have to know, you have to know that what you say, right? So you have to know that you have the ability to do something shocking to get views. Yes. But you can also do it in a way to where it doesn't, it, it doesn't hinder you moving forward. Okay. A la Doja Cat. She put out Bitch on Macau. People laughed, ha ha ha, and went viral. Yeah. And then her next single, it was like, oh snap. And then her next one, oh snap. This yeah. is one of the albums, oh snap. Now yeah. you got you got niggas like me going, hey man, I kind of wonder what Doja Cat and Alchemist would sound like. Wow. Because she can rap her ass off. But it all you, came in with the bitch on Macau. It all came in with bitch on Macau. So it's like you can. How much do, of your soul are you are you willing to sell to get to it? I guess to 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 get to where you get to where you want to. There's been a whole lot of that conversation in this household in the last week because the wife and her friends have been watching the Secrets of Playboy on Hulu about okay. about Hef and all the nasty work they was doing. In the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, all the way up until he died. And the the basis, the antithesis of um, I always want to use that word in a sentence. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> the way you uh, 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 that motherfucker. <laughs> the antithesis of the uh of the conversation has been how much are you willing to do to get to ultimately where you want to get to? And for me as a creator, I know it's long-winded, but for me as a creator, like it's it's that balance. It's that question I ask myself every time we go out to do content. Now we are content creators, but we also oh shit, I'm losing my mic. We also shoot content for other people. Mm -hmm. If someone came out and was like, "Yo, I want you to do basically what Life Gen has had here for the street man," are you going to shoot it? Probably, yeah. What's the difference? There is no difference. But so you why why not ask that question to your client versus like you said, you ask yourself that question, like how far do I want to go to make it happen? Why not have that? Yeah, because some, something in me also says something in me also says, um who am I to tell you what you can and can't do? And as a creative, as a creative, I never want to get in somebody's way of executing their creation. Now, we can shoot the whole thing and we can do it exactly how you want to. And then when it's done, it'd be like, man, you probably don't want to put this out. But ultimately, it's on you. It's it's your name. Your face is going to be on it. It's not so much the person who shot it. Okay. I, have no, I have no idea who shot it. And most of the times... Most of the time when artists put up videos and shit, they don't even tell you who shot it. They don't tell you who produced the record. They don't tell you who shot the record. They don't tell you who edit the record. They, that is true. It, it doesn't really matter because they want the credit for it. They want to be the face for it. So shooting it, I'll shoot it. And I'll tell you. I'll even tell you my opinions about it. Mm -hmm. But 
I, I don't want to be the person getting in the way of somebody's creative vision, good or bad. I'm with you. I'm with you. I think that's why we're, we're good to go. I want to fix my mic. That's what I'm doing, guys. If you're like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> um, I, I'm with you in a sense of it, but I think the only place that I split away from you is when it comes to shooting that content mm-hmm. because we are the vehicle for it to go where it needs to go. Hundred percent. If and, and everyone knows, we work with uh work with Shyland Flowers, right? Mm-hmm. So if Shyland pops out and says, "I want to do this life Jennings treatment," okay, I'm going to be like, "No, no, no, we're not doing this. I'm sorry, we can do it a different way. We can get your message across, but we're not doing it in this exact way because, yeah. again, um, not for all artists, but for majority artists, they have they have ideas." And they have to put those ideas in the hands of others to make them happen. Yeah. And me being that vehicle to make it happen, I, I'm screaming no. I might get overruled. I've got overruled for several things in the past before when it comes to Shyland music. But yeah, you gonna know I'm saying no, how I feel about it, and yeah. I'm gonna try my best to stop it because we like his manager, the videographer, his mm-hmm. marketing team, is is uh what's it called? Is uh is PR person that should have been like, yo, fam. Unless the whole game plan was shocking off. Yeah. Let's I mean, our YouTube page, let's, hit, let, let's get them to hit subscribe, let's get them to our Instagram. And then mm-hmm. when they get there, they sell them tickets to the tour. If that's the play, that's the play. I respect the play. That shit, I can't get past, I can't get past them in 47 seconds, fam. Yeah. Nah, that is, it's tough. That's just how it, I feel about it, man. It's tough, man. It's tough. Switching gears again, man. Power Universe 50. G unit feels man, man you have a genius. A lot, a genius. Man, you've been having a lot of a lot of conversations about what we want to do uh with our own future and what mm-hmm. we want to do with with content. And I think last year was a year of let's just throw shit out there and see what sticks and let's see what we're good at and see how we can make things better. And this year is more of a year of intention. Where we're, where we kind of calculate our steps to make sure it falls into the line of what we want to do. In, in separation. In separation. Um, I'm not going to lie. Somebody like 50 really, really inspires me to just get mm-hmm. out there and just fucking do it, fam. Yeah. When 50 dropped Get Rich or Die Trying, yes, there was an inkling in my mind that 50 would do whatever he could for the dollar. I think around in his musical career, he says on a line, if, uh, if my record don't sell, I'll show you my dick. You know, like he, he, he about making the money. He about making the money. He about you know what I'm saying. Baby, he about business. But I never thought he would create the power universe. Like this shit, I might be stretching a bit. This shit is like the Marvel universe. It's like the DCU. Like Fifty Amen. has a Harry Potter for crying out loud. He does. He really and it's does. Just like how? How did Curtis Bobo Jackson do this? Yeah. Like, so. So the thing about it is, like like John Singleton said to Ice Cube, hey, man, if you can write rhymes, you can write a, a script. You know what I mean? You can you can see that. Like, music videos, media, especially then, music videos are pretty much small movies. Yeah, short movies. You, you just got to think about it in a larger scheme. And this man is so, so good at, one, recognizing talent, two, the work ethic and three, he know how to put everything together. And and just listening to his like interviews over the years. I gotta throw four in there. He knows he has a team. 
Right. He has a motherfucking team. But go ahead. And, and just listening to every interview, yes, he's the biggest troll on the planet. But the troll shit be true shit. It's just, you know, you know, like everything he's saying is, is, is true to life. And you just listen to him and go, man, this man knows and he studies and he figures out, okay, this is the next step coming. So let me let me get there before everybody else. And he created this fucking wonderful fucking universe and he's I'm- expanding it. I'm glad he pivoted from being an actor because there was one 50 movie where he was like, he, like having cancer as a football player with the dreads and shit. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, my man fifth going out bad with this one. He going. Hey out man, bad. he he lost all that weight too. The uh, <laughs> in, in that movie, yeah, that shit was crazy. But he had movies like The Narrow. Like he's had movies with yeah. like the big guys. But Power Universe, man. What's your favorite show in the Power Universe so far, man? Uh, I think this. Um, I think uh, Power Ghost might be. Might be my favorite one. So book re- two, book two with Tyreek's story. Yeah. So the reason being is because this is the story. This is the story Courtney Kemp always wanted to always wanted to tell. So if people don't know, because you know, you know me, I'm the research guy. Oh yeah. So Courtney Kemp wanted to start Power Off this way. Tyreek being 18 after just killing his father. Finding this, you know what I mean, all that. And then Power was going to be like a prequel. like. But she wasn't even thinking in that way. It was just more so, this is a story I want to tell. But then 50 finds her, you know what I mean? They talking about it with some other people. It's like, hey, why don't we do the prequel first and then get to that? And it worked. My favorite, my favorite is the, the original Power fam. The original power got so much. It's a lot of bullshit in there, right? It's a yeah, lot oh yeah. of bullshit in there. Oh, yeah. But the bullshit is what keep you fucking watching, fam. I, like, yeah, I ain't man. gonna lie, man. We, we was talking on, uh, again, go back, watch, we watch Kaleidoscope, uh, the yellow episode on YouTube mm-hmm. right now. But even then, I, my, my biggest complaint about Kaleidoscope was like, man, it ain't, it ain't telling me enough. Mm-hmm. But like, power? Power. Oh, yeah. Power was on every, every Sunday, locked in. And I, I loved it. I loved every step of the goddamn way. Even some of the bullshit. Scandal is another show like that. That it was it was some wild good. shit happening, but it was like, yo, I was glued. I was glued to my television. How to version. get away? How how to get away with murder was another one. I haven't finished that one. Fam, you got to. Okay, you okay. have okay. to. Because the last what, season is like, yo, this is crazy. I will <laughs> tap into that. I will tap yeah, into man. that. Well, uh, get back to the BM uh, to the Power Universe. BMF dropped their first episode of their season two. Have you got Have you had a chance to watch it yet? Haven't got a chance to watch it yet. I'm not gonna spoil it for you, man. It's good TV. Okay. Uh, it's great TV, and I'll wait till next week. We'll go ahead and move along because <laughs> I'll wait till next week because that's my shit. That's my shit. That's my shit. Let's get into another bag here, man. Let's talk about uh this Gucci Man curse, man. Mm. The Gucci Man curse. It's wild now. Gucci being an artist out of the South. To me, King of the South, Gucci is the number one artist out of the South for me. I know you can have your T.I.s. I know you can have, you know, all of those other guys. You got your uh, your outcasts, and some people say Jeezy. But the reason why I say Gucci is because look at what comes from the Gucci man tree. You got Thugger. You got uh, Amigos came from the Gucci man tree. Flocka, your all these beats just coming out the way the beats are, are transitioning along the way came from Gucci Man's producer. But recently, 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 
My man Gucci man tried to start that new 1017, and every one of his fucking artists been getting hit with something crazy, man. Yeah, man. My favorite artist that came out of the new 1017 was, was Fujiano. Fu was my nigga, right? Fu was so much my nigga that Fu came to Greenville. Somebody got shot in Greenville, and I was still riding with Fu. Like, fuck it. It went Fu. <laughs> Fu ain't do it. Hey, Fu actually do it, that shit. Fuck that. Fu ain't gonna do it. But Fu, man, caught, I, I forgot how long he caught, but basically cut his fucking ankle bracelet, went to jail. Pooh Shiesty, five years, firearm charges. Uh, Hot Boy West, robbery charges. Uh, his artist, Big Scar, died in an overdose. And recently, his other artist, Matt Critter, first degree murder. Now, Gucci man, we know you killed somebody, big homie. We we know, we know you put a nigga, you smoking on that pack. We know, we all know. We saw the verses, we saw when it first happened, we know. But is Gucci man signing too real of artists? Is that is that such a thing to sign too real of an artist, man? What you think? Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. That's don't exactly you want? Don't you want? Like, don't you want your rap music to be like real? Sure, but I also want. I also want the people A delivering. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. I want the people delivering the realness to have the mind state of I gotta stay out. You know what I mean? But is like, it still? I, is it? The reason why I cut you off here is because uh, last episode and on our 2022 uh, album wrap-up, y'all rolled on Pusha T, right? We know mm-hmm. Pusha T don't sell dope no more, mm-hmm. but he's still rapping about dope. These artists are only rapping and doing what Pusha's doing. They just they got to get more more stories to tell. <laughs> That's how I see it. Listen, listen, bro. If somebody gave me the bag to go, I just want you to talk about the shit that you went through. I'm not doing the shit that I'm going through no more. What if you run out? What if you run out? What if you tell all the stories in like two albums? Then what? Then I'll call Quentin Miller. Let's go. Let's keep it rocking, baby. Let's keep it rocking, fam. Let's keep it going. You know what I mean? Hey, man, if you don't say shit, I don't say shit. We can keep on moving, fam. I'll just tell you more stories. Shit, just find a way to like take a couple stories, remix them motherfuckers, and keep it going, man. It, but is it that authentic stop. music that you want, though? Is that what you really want? So, we... But here's the thing, bro. A lot of these artists we know, whether they it's street or it's not street, they all fabricating their rhymes. Not they these sh- guys. Not, they not, sh- not, that <laughs> not these guys. They should, they, Stretch the line a little bit. So it's it's gonna have to be a balance. It's gonna have to be a balancer. Throw some real shit in there, but make sure you don't say too much to get you fucked up. I don't even think these guys said too much. I think they were still like just they were just out here shit, doing man. shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm with you, and of course, the mature keys wants to say, stop what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But the immature young boy keys, fam. If it's it's only good if you actually did it. Like, what was what's the young boy name that uh ah uh, man? It's a young kid. Uh, I can't think of his name. I think he's in jail for murder right now. Uh, uh he he on the run. He had to track on the take run. Take K. Yeah. Take K. Take K. Had his fucking wanted picture in his hand and taking a picture with his wanted picture. That made me love Take K. You know, I'm not gonna lie. That made me it, when he gets out. I'm blasting whatever he plays. The other fella, uh, get out in 55 years, my dog. Cool, my nigga. I still be alive. <laughs> uh, I'm right. I'm going to his first TK show. And I hope he get parole. Man, <laughs> TK. Uh, an- another, another one. 
Ah, man, I, I should have wrote these guys' names down. Uh, the fella with the song, uh, I Got Murder on My Mind. Yeah, uh, uh, YMW Millie. I love his music, fam. Yeah. He a little odd. He, you know what I'm saying? He got something wrong up here. But I want him home. He was living. That, that's a beautiful song. I know it sounds crazy to say. Well, that's on just, my mind is a very, it's a very beautiful, it's, it's a, that's, it's a top that's, 100 song of the decade. It's a great song, but that's the song that he literally told on himself. I know, like, but everything that he said in that round is the reason on his murder case. They like, fam, I get it. This is where he did it. Oh, like, like he literally just made a song about killing his own. But what's the song not beautiful though, fam? It was amazing. It was it an was amazing, amazing song. So I'm, I'm torn. I'm torn because I don't want these guys. I want another food project, like bad. Like I'm mad as fuck. And a few music, food music coming out. Who shots is the same fucking way. I had like five years plus for a food record. And, the thing and we about might not ever get another Young Thug record like ever. Because I think the judge played in his case the other day. You know, fuck the judge. Why sell mob life? Like the judge. <laughs> so we might not ever get another thugger record, but like, man, y'all mad at Takashi Six Nine, right? I, I gotta oh, bring, I gotta bring go. the King of New York back into this. Fam. Here we go. I, I, here we go. Gotta, gotta reach into my pocket real quick and bring out the King of New York, Takashi Six Nine, right? Y'all rolled on Takashi Six Nine. He ain't really about that shit. He ain't really about that shit. But you saying you don't have to be about it. Just, just remix what you already know. But you weren't you weren't saying that shit when it came to Takashi Nico. You wasn't nigga, you wasn't shut, it. You shut your ass up, nigga. Shut your ass up. You wasn't first, saying that. First of all, what I'm saying is, nigga, like you can oh my god. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> so, but if Takashi card come out, boy, niggas don't know how to act, boy. <laughs> that nigga was a fraud from the jump. And he literally put himself in a position. To tell on niggas, like he did, he did. You know that, what I mean? Like that was the fucked like, up part about it. You knew what was, you knew what the situation was. You knew these niggas are real life gangsters. Okay, yeah. And he, he put himself in a situation to tell on these people. What's the difference the, between that and those New York rappers used to rap about their homeboys' lives? Which New York rappers rapping about their homeboys' lives? I don't know these. I don't know all these guys by names. Pusha T rapping about his homeboy's life for okay. So what's career. the difference between Pusha T and Takashi Six Nine? Minus the snitching. Uh, <laughs> minus the snitching. If, if, if Takashi never snitched, right? Because at least Push was still in the trenches. Like he was there. He just Takashi was in the trenches, nigga. You seen the videos? <laughs> If I was in, I was in your face right now. This, this is me, man. What, what you talking about, fam? You seen the videos? He was in, he was in the Barclays system with the, with the ratchet letting it ring. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's move on, please. God Almighty! <laughs> Shit, man. Yo, y'all niggas don't ever want to battle that Takashi card, fam. That Takashi card is something different, fam. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Speak of the house, man. Let's get to speak of the house. You want you want to intro this one for us? Uh, so, so <laughs> man, it's, it goes from one clown show to another clown show. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I've been buying for years. <laughs> so, uh, Congress, man, Congress, 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 acting like fucking children. 
mm-hmm. trying to decide who's gonna be the speaker of the house. Is it gonna be McCarthy? Is it gonna be um what's what's my man from New York? Uh black dude, Stewart. I think that's what his last name is. Yeah, uh um, he's Democrat. Um I thought it was Hakeem Jeffries. No, I'm Jeffries. Sorry. Jeffries. Yes, okay, Jeffries. Okay. Hakeem Jeffries. I'm sorry. But um We knew it wasn't gonna be Jeffries. Like we all knew that. Yeah, man. So they trying to they trying to vote for Speaker of the House is now at uh how many how many rounds? 17. They got it done. They got it done at 17. Oh, okay. They got it they done got, last night at 17. They they got it done at 17. Yeah. And the thing was there was 20, 20 Republicans. That was just blocking McCarthy from getting it because they, you know, it's it's those twenty was the was the nutsos of the of, of uh, the Republican Party, those, those Trumpers, those MAGAs, you know, whatever you want to call them, those fucking idiots. That's what that fuck they are. Yeah, I mean, just making it a fucking just mockery. I mean, Hakeem Jeffries got two hundred and twelve votes every time. Every time the Democrats oh. fell in line every time and voted for the man that they nominated out yep. the gate. And I think that's one thing that people are failed to fail to understand. If you don't know, I'm gonna let you know. These two fellas are selected at the convention. Yep. The Republicans have a convention and they say, you know what? We're going with Nico fucking smoke. That's who we're going with. And everybody is supposed to fall in line with Nico smoke. And this is supposed to be a couple votes. Get it out the fucking way type shit. Right. Mm hmm. But like Nico said, I'm going to get back to it. These 20 assholes, these 20 dick faces wanted to come out here and be dick faces. Just, just be dick faces and, and, and second be this. When you have when you have Lauren Boebert coming out and making sense about this fucking vote and, and talking shit about Trump and all this shit like that, and it's you know we got a problem. We got an issue. So it just it just it, it didn't make sense. This shit should have been over a long time ago. The first time this happened in a hundred years. Hundred. The fucking founding fathers probably looking at these fuckers going, What is y'all doing? And why y'all still doing the same shit we was doing? Like this should have progressed a long time ago. From my understanding, people was willing and dealing. Am I of wrong course. in this? They were willing and dealing and saying we're not gonna vote until we get what we want out of this situation. Until they get what they want. And gotcha. and, and, and that's that's the thing that needs to be cut out of all of this. Like the whole lobbying thing, the whole give me what I want or I'm not gonna do this shit. That's wild as hell to me. Like, cause it's it affects us, like as Americans. Like it don't affect y'all. It's just crazy how they don't think there's so many Congress people don't think about that. They just don't it's I don't even know if it's they don't think about it. It's more so is they don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like they're just gonna do whatever the fuck they wanna do. And you got Matt Gates, bitch ass. He them, I vote for Trump or whatever. Like, yo, fam, why are you why are why you, you playing? This? Like, yeah, why, why, are you, why playing? you playing around? Like, you a whole grown ass man out here. My man ran, came down off the bench on his ass though, didn't he? Yeah. McCarley, McCarley went to him like, yo, what the fuck are you doing, my boy? Yeah. Like, I get, I mean, it's a serious vote because we need a speaker, we need a minority, and we need a majority leader. We need those things mm-hmm. to get to the situations that are on the floor. Right. I get all of that, right? But why do you think they did this? Why do you think these Republicans were making a mockery of a simple vote? Lobbyist shit, man. 
that's really what it comes down to to me. I feel like it's it was really they wanted something. I don't know the full details of what they wanted, but they wanted something. These 20 people, they wanted something. And I'm pretty sure they fucking got it. And all that shit's going to play out within the year. We're going to see it. And hopefully it's it's not too damaging. Do you, it sounds like, and I agree with you, they wanted something and they got the agreement that they would get it. Mm-hmm. It now comes to the Speaker of the House standing up against it. Like, yeah, I made a deal, but it was just to get shit moving along. Like, I think that, that's that's what I would do in that case. If I if mm-hmm. I'm in the case where okay, y'all want something, what y'all want? Oh, that's what y'all want. Okay, cool. We'll we'll, we'll deliver that when the time comes. Just to get the vote over, just to move past it. I know that might sound like some fucked up shit to say or do, but at this point, like. Yeah. The, way I, the way the U.S. government is going, it, I don't want to say it's going down here because we're the greatest country in the world, but I will say that something got to change. Man. It's got like, to, bro. We got to start putting the right people in the right place. And and my my old home state, we got fucking Lindsey Graham. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it's going to take for Lindsey Graham to get the fuck out the way. And I can, I'm only speaking to Lindsey Graham because I, I don't live in Matt uh, Getz or whatever his fucking last name is. I don't live in his area. But it really does come back down to the people, fam. Yeah. Like, some people may not see this as a big deal. Some people on, on, on their side, those Trumpers, those Maggots, those Truth App users, they probably see this shit as it's fun and games. It's not that fucking serious. Ha, ha, ha. Y'all got who y'all want. Let's move along now, right? So I, I think that's the mindset of that side of the spectrum, fam. I really think people on that side of the spectrum are just like, it's, it's, it's cool. It's just a game. Huh? It's funny. Nothing really happened. We knew it was going to happen. And that's why they don't go and vote these people out. They want mm-hmm. this entertainment. They want this, like, they want our our, our government to be a, a Kardashian show. But our government is a very serious matter. Like, it is. It's very it is. fucking serious. But Americans are so wrapped up into re- reality television and, and likes and views and follows. And it's like, I feel like that's what these guys out here do. Our politicians, like, man, back in the day, yes, we knew who our politicians were mm-hmm. in the sense of, like, when we was in school, you go through your social studies class, you got to figure out who your mayor, who your governor, who your councilman, who your president, who your vice president, who your judges are. And that was like the extent of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you knew who they were, you knew what their job was, and you knew when they made mistakes. Nowadays, you know what the fuck they eat, you know what they wear, they know what you know what they're vacationing, you know what the kids are doing. And I think like that's what I only speak to my country. I think that's what's fucking America up. It's just access, and like because we have so much access to them, they know okay, to get my digital, my digital currency up, I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna say something, and then I got more followers. So then, when I want to say say something outlandish, I got more retweets. And I know it not, may not be the truth, but we, we all know the truth is whoever has the most retweets, whoever has the most likes, that's the fucking truth, and that's the fucking game that we playing. But remove all of that away from it, you're fucking with people's lives, right? And you're making us look weak as fuck on the world stage, fam. Yeah, man. I mean, it all happened in. 2016 when people was made to believe that oh we need something different than a, a regular politician 
and then voted in a reality TV star. It's fucking crazy. And people, people still, people in our own circle. Yo, I, I want my Kanye. I want my The Rock being the president. It's just like, nigga, why? Yeah. Like, I understand, like, Hillary Clinton. But you know what? I'm going to speak to Barack. And I'm not going to talk nothing bad about him. Barack Obama. Crossed his T's, dyed his eyes, American politician. He played the game. He won a, he won a seat. He did his thing. Mm-hmm. I can understand wanting to get away from those drain the swamp. I get the, the 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 thought process behind it, right? I do, 100%. Our government is not the best guys in the world. But I would rather have that than have this bullshit here. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't think politicians should have social media. Like I know that's an no. extreme to say, but I don't think politicians should have social media. No. I don't think you know who they're wearing, what they're wearing should be known. You guys have a fucking job to do. Go mm-hmm. do your fucking job. Go make sure our country runs and go the fuck home, fam. This is not a, a popularity contest in a sense of, oh, you know, I love him because he says this and he does that, or he wears this and she drives that. It should be we should pick the best person based on their resume, based on what they can do to do the fucking job and let them do their job. And we we focus on the Kim Kardashians. We focus mm-hmm. on the little scrappies in the house. Like we, we have shit for that to entertain us. Yeah. I don't need my fucking speaker of the house votes to be fucking headline news and to entertain me for a week. Yeah. I don't need 17 votes to that shit. Fam. I don't, man. Yeah. And, w- and when shit like this is going on, going on, going on a tangent, when shit like this is going on, we also have um, over oh, fuck. I can't think of the name of the of the ocean right this particular moment. But last week as well, we had an American spy plane almost collide to, if I'm not mistaken, a Chinese fighter jet. We ain't had no business over there. They really don't own the fucking land that they were trying to patrol anyway. But that's the type of shit that everybody should be like knowing about and mm-hmm. scared as fuck about. Because the last time the shit happened. Everything I right, got, let, 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 they, they crashed. The American went down in the area. Hey man, let's get our guy back. My fault. Let's, let's get our guy back. We're going by fucking business, and that's what happened. If that shit would have happened now, that could have been a mark of fucking war, fam. Yeah. If they would have shot our plane down, the plane would have collided. But a lot of people don't even know about this shit. Yeah, a lot of people just didn't come across their timeline, and it's just like get this noise out of the way for things that we need to hear and that we need to fucking see as a people fam mm-hmm. because if, if those if that airplane would have crashed some shit would have happened fam and we all looking at this fucking speaker out of house vote a bomb could have been on the fucking way you know what i'm saying anything could have fucking happened fam and, mm-hmm. and that's what i'm that's that's what i'm most what i'm most scared of man to be completely fucking honest with you fam but let's get off this man let's get to some more Music shit before I lose my fucking top because uh, <laughs> man, it's yeah. it's great. Like this is what should be entertaining us. Yeah, Zelda thinking ain't better than every fucking body. That's fucking a laughing thought, and it's fucking entertaining. And that's what I should be. You know what I'm saying talking about not a speaker at a houseboat with a fucking they they made the decision already. Smoke. Yeah, they made the yeah. decision, fam. Before y'all yeah. left the house and went to, to the to the store, y'all said this is what we get in on the grocery list. Then you get to the fucking grocery store, and you want to act stupid like you don't know what's on the fucking <laughs> grocery list, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, man. Go ahead and in- in- intro to Griselda piece, man. I'm sorry. Hey man, Griselda out here talking spicy, man. Rightfully or unrightfully so. Unrightfully. Now, here's, 
Yeah, they're talking spicy. So uh West Side Gun was on um uh Rat Radar and um Boom Boom Boom. Yeah, and then um I, I believe they was talking to him, Conway, Benny, and um they just they was just talking, they they said they peace. They said, Hey man, they give TDE all this credit and, and Dreamville all this credit, but Griselda don't stop and you know what I mean all like we never in Griselda's never in the end of the year you know what I mean like uh why would they be I don't I don't I, they feel like they dropped the most music and like like so? Kendrick been going for 5 years and and uh Dreamville's other artists other than Cole you know what I mean they subparted them pretty much and on a skill level I, I guess is that so, what they yeah. refer to? Because my thing with Griselda is, yeah, you niggas can rap, rap niggas in circles, fam. Don't, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but that's it. That's 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 where it stops. <laughs> like, yeah. where's their Ari? Where's their uh? What's my girl name? Where's their SZA? Right. Who they got for JID? JID can rap circles around niggas, but he puts out bodies of work, not yeah. just twelve. I can rap better than every nigga in the world tracks. And I think and, that's where they fall in, they fall in short at. Yeah. Stove could what's saying stove got that motherfucker can rap his ass off too. Yeah, Griselda. But I don't want to, I don't want to be rapped to death for 12 records, fam. I want to, I want to fill on my lady. I mean, I want to do <laughs> things on your project. Yeah, I think I think the best one out of Griselda is uh Bodie James. Okay. Um Bodie James out of uh, I, I believe yeah, Detroit. Um he's fucking nice. But I mean, all of them are like all all of them is nice in a right way. But when you have, let's just talk about TDE for instance, right? Okay. Kendrick might have been gone for five years, but when he came back, he dropped the bomb. And the album of work, the album is like a solid album. It takes you through loops different. and bounds and a journey and all that stuff. Different emotion, different subject pieces. Ab, Ab Soul just dropped. Absolves. It takes you through a whole body of work that is like, okay, I got a little bit of this, I got a little bit of that, I got a little mm-hmm. bit of this, like all that stuff. Scissor, scissors album, same way. You know what I mean? You, with every artist they got on there, when Q drop, it takes you through the same thing. When Reason drop, take you through the same thing. So it's like they give you better quality albums, better bodies of work, yeah. And Westside Gun is gonna give me ad libs and then a bunch of fly cool talk, and it's like that's only gonna get you so far. And I still feel I can rap better than him. Go ahead. Yeah, it's <laughs> only gonna get you. It's only gonna get you so far. Like Benny, Benny, I don't think is polished enough yet to really. That's if they're gonna progress, Benny is gonna take him there. But for some reason, it's like. Something's holding them back from really stepping out there, because it it looked like a couple years ago it was about to happen, and then it just kind of just I don't I don't know I don't, I don't they, know. to me man they as wild as it sounds they gotta they gotta get commercial like you gotta yeah. have some commercial sound and I thought Benny was gonna do it but it just elevate. didn't get there yet like like Hove can rap. Mm-hmm. But Hove has commercial shit to mm-hmm. put Hove over the hump of all oh, this niggas nice. You know what I'm saying? He went and did 
stepped outside of his comfort. I don't know if it's his comfort zone or not, but he stepped outside of his own bag. Mm-hmm. I don't see West Side Gun. He said he was done rapping, actually. So I don't see West Side Gun. Doing you know, that. rappers say they done and then they come back a year later. You know what I mean? Like whatever. I, I need him to stay gone. Uh, Conway <laughs> the Machine. Conway, Conway, my favorite person out of Griselda. Mm-hmm. But I go to Kanye, Conway, excuse me, for what I go to Conway for bars. Crazy fucking bars, crazy metaphors, crazy schemes off a of fucking a nice loot beat that's gonna have me doing one of these right here. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't go I don't, I don't jump in my car with my newborn and turn on Griselda, fam. <laughs> like yeah. that's what I'm saying. They gotta have more commercial appeal to what they're doing. Stay grimy. Stay spitting a hard bar. Stay doing that shit. Which in order to me, to me, and I'm nobody, to me, in order to cross over, you, you, you gotta, have you, you gotta cross over. You gotta yeah. have commercial appeal, man. You gotta have commercial Put, appeal. Putting them in order real quick for me, Nico Smoke. Dreamville, TDE, Griselda. Uh, TDE, Dreamville, Griselda. Just like that? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Whoa, like- whoa, whoa, whoa. Dreamville, TDE, Griselda. I, I know why you would say that, but King Kong, I, what you mean? I just feel like I just feel like TDE had a longer run at being like consistently fucking good. Cause it's like when it goes from one artist to the next to the next, it's no drop off, and they all up here, and they all mm-hmm. you know what I mean, nominated for all the fucking awards. They all like you know what I mean. They can all get in the cipher and fucking kill that shit, and then go do commercial shit and go fucking do this tour and that tour. They got superstars. I mean, yeah. I know I know Kendrick's gone now, but when Kendrick's there, like Kendrick's a superstar, uh, Q's Scissors a superstar, Scissor's a superstar. Like, that's that's three superstars on one label. And it, it's just insane. And it's a small label. It's not like Def Jam, where they got a thousand fucking people that signed to them that you have no idea who the fuck they are. Like you can name all the artists on their fucking label. And I I just think Dreamville is building to that. Like I feel like Ari can get there. Yeah. You know, Cole is already there. Jed with this new project is like getting into a new space. You know what I mean? Like he's getting into a new space. He's not a superstar, but He's getting into the space of okay, now we know who you are. This next project will really solidify him into, you know, spearhead him into that that lane. Like stratosphere. Yeah. So got you. Before we get up out of here though, man, this Thursday. Live on Twitter. Live. Yeah. On Facebook. Yeah. Live on YouTube. Yeah. We have <laughs> Carter Carter. True Dizza, Nico Smoke, and Chubby Sensei. Who takes the fourth spot in the Mount Rushmore of rappers? Hey, hey man, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a good one. I got receipts, nigga. Like I'm, I'm really, I'm really gonna pin down something because Carter hit me with the most menacing voice note I ever heard. He said, "Nigga, be prepared for Thursday." And I was like, yo, fam, why are you talking to me? Like, I'm your man's. You know what I mean? Like, but nah, on Thursday, he not my man's no more. You nah. know what I mean? He not my man's. So I'm coming for my man's neck, pause. It's it's on. Now, let's just a little little backstory here. 
Nico Smoke and Chubby Sensei think that future should not be on the Mount Rushmore. That includes J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, and Drake. Where Carter and Troop Dizza thinks he's basically beyond those three niggas as well. <laughs> that is what the conversation is going to be about on Thursday. I don't know if we're going to have topic breakdowns. I don't know if we're going to have say it might just be a scream fest for an hour. But I'm tuning in. <laughs> I'm fucking tuning in. So you it's should gonna be good. too. It's gonna be so you good. should too. Nico, final words as we head out of here, man. We're hitting that hour mark. Final words. Hey man, be kind to others, love others. And just, you know what I mean? Mind your business and stay out the way. Great. Now, my final word is going to be a little bit different because, you know, it falls into my degree. I want to pop some shit about what we got coming out <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucking month. At the end of the month, on January the 30th. January the 30th. January the 30th. I need a little echo joint. Check this out. 13 artists from the upstate. Two producers. The number one cypher in South Carolina. I don't give a fuck who did it before? I don't give a fuck what magazine, shit. what content shit. creators have done it before. You motherfuckers are not doing it like us. We're giving each individual artist they shine. We're giving producers they shine. We're giving independent businesses their shine. We're not just grabbing a microphone and allowing niggas to rap over some beat that you got offline. No, my nigga. We're separating ourselves on this one. Shop ciphers starting off January the motherfucking 30th. That's a Monday. That's a Monday. You're going to start your Monday morning with Chubby Sensei. I'm going to tell you now, you're starting your, your fucking Monday morning, January the 30th. You're starting with Chubby motherfucking Sensei, man. It's his year. It's our year. Shop Cyphers 2. Listen. Listen. If you didn't make it, the first one. I love the first one. Big Wan took the first one. Big Wan. Gwen took the first one. If you, if you if you missed the first one, it's on Satoma Recordings Instagram right now. Go check out Satoma Recordings Instagram and YouTube page right now. Go check that out. Go check that out. Hit pause. Go check it out. Come back. The second one, January the 30th. The third one. Third one. I can say this, right? The third one. The yeah. third one. We're looking for them rappers. Check this out. It's going to be new rules. New rules. On the first and second one, you, you, you see a couple people, you're going to be like, I don't know if he should have been in there. It's cool because the third one, they won't be. If you're not bringing the bars on the third one, you you may show up to the shop, but your sip cipher may not come out. Yep, it's simple as that, fam. It's simple as that. So if you want to sign up for the third round of the shop cyphers, please hit us up. Hit up Nico Smoke. Hit up Keys Ali. Hit up Terminal Recordings. Hit any of those DMs. We got so many pages. Just find one and DM us. For the guys that already hit us up, we'll be in contact with you. We're gonna do this once a quarter. I'm gonna go ahead and make that very clear. We're doing this once a quarter. So we're gonna four shop ciphers a year. Four shop ciphers a year. We're doing one per fucking quarter, man. Bring your heat. Bring your shit. It's going to get bigger. It's going to get better every motherfucking time. And I'm popping my shit simply because I know I got the best cipher out there. I know Eileen Smoke producing the best cipher out there right now. I know that. And if you say it ain't the best because they ain't on there, that's because you didn't hit me up. That's your fault, not mine. It's your fault, not mine. Simple as that, fam. And a couple people we hit up, if you ain't answering and you see your man's on there killing it, I'm not letting you in the third one. I just want to put that out there now. We're not letting you in the third one. We're not letting you in the third one, the fourth one, the fifth one, maybe the sixth one. You might get into the end of next year if you still coming strong. But seriously, seriously, yeah, man. On a serious note, January the 30th, 13 artists, two producers, the number one shop cypher in the state. We coming mid-state, mid, mid, mid Columbia. We coming. 
Charleston, we coming. Let's go. North Carolina, we coming. It's all conversations. It's all DMs happening. We coming. We coming. We coming. But January the 30th, 13, 13. It's four weeks. If I'm not mistaken, five weeks of ciphers. Five weeks of bars off the bar at the bar on some of the cleanest beats. Can, can we say the producers right now? Can, can we say the producers? Yeah, yeah. Drop the producers. Drop the producers. Carolina Beats. Carolina motherfucking Beats. Come on. Come on. Carolina Beats. And the homie Ty Graves. And the homie Ty Graves. Two producers. Round three, three producers. Round three, three producers. You know what I mean? Round four, four, but I'm going bullshit. Man, I go <laughs> <laughs> but listen, man, seriously, those are my final words, man. Shop Cyphers drop January the 30th. Like I said, 13 artists, two producers. The number one cypher in the motherfucking state is brought to you by Satoma Recordings. And it's produced by those pretty guys on your screen, Ali and Smoke. But check this out, man. I'm Ali. I'm Smoke. And this has been Ali and Smoke, episode three. We'll see you guys next Monday. Have a great week, guys.